self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. boy mr on point and i have to let you know that calamity red is not with us once again today but i have the other half of the government name podcast last time we had cole jackson shout out to cole jackson this time i'm gonna let you introduce yourself my boy what's up everybody my name is shogun i'm the other half of the government name podcast that's g-u-b-m-i-n-t podcast we are the checks and balances of social commentary. Uh, I feel ecstatic to be here today. I got some pretty huge shoes to fill one red velvet. We got to fill her <laughs> shoes. And then Cole, you know, he set the trend. So I feel like I'm under pressure. You know, I got to perform. Well, this is going to be a different type of show, but I want y'all to come and find me at on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Convo Con artist on Twitter. Uh what can they find Is that you at? for the both of you guys? The Convo Con artists? Yeah, the Convo, ah, at Convo Con artists on Twitter. That's just the Conversation Con artists. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Real Shogun Beats. That's, you know, Real Shogun Beats. Okay, so we got a bit of a different type of episode today. If you're looking for some news, then you can send us an email or, or a Facebook <laughs> message to right. indicate what, you know, what you want us to talk about next week? It's the holidays, man. We we took off. We were spending time with family. Yeah, with friends, you, know, you know. And, you know, when you spend time with family, it makes you think, like, it triggers stuff. Yeah. It triggers so much stuff. It triggers, like, damn, I understand why. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I cuss on you? Yeah, you, you <laughs> say what you want to say. I'd be like, damn, I realized why I left this place. That's usually what happens. That's what happened with you? Yeah, with my family. I mean, I love my family. Don't get me wrong. But after a while, they start getting on my nerves. Like, you know what? Start looking at these keys. Trying to hit that road. My mama, man, she just so weird, man. All mamas are weird, but I love them. Oh, wait. I love my mama. I'm probably, I got love <laughs> for your mama, too, but, you know. She was like, we was at the Thanksgiving table eating dinner, and she yes, was sir. like, so I don't know how we got into this conversation. And she somehow said, I used to be an ex-dope fiend. Oh, what? what whoa, mama. I'm like, mama, what are you what doing? What y'all putting these macaroni? <laughs> what the hell? I know what I put in there because I cooked it. <laughs> but... It was just weird. She ain't never really talked about that. So I was like, Wait, she used to be an ex dope fiend. Like that means she used to take dope. She, that's what she said. I mean, she used to do drugs. Like really? my pops was a drug dealer. I remember. You, I've heard you say that. I think but... they did more recreational drugs than not. I guess her interpretation of it was that she was deeper in it than I was. Yeah. To you, believe. You what know? made her? Tri- what triggered her? Was it the yams? You eating these I yams? Just... Like God damn, this shit good. Like I remember <laughs> when I used to have a bump of coke. You know, like what? The... I feel like. I feel like that's probably her new testimony at church, mm. probably. When she start regurgitating something that I ain't heard, it's usually something that she started. Did it change testimony. your perspective on your mom? No. My, okay. Man, my, they, people that worked that worked at my mama at Walmart at her last job, like they used to call her the blackest blonde they've ever met. The blackest blonde? Yeah. Damn, like, she heinous. came home one day saying, they call me the blackest blonde. I said, mama, that's, she that's not good. She thought that was a compliment? Yeah, <laughs> mama, that ain't no compliment. Said, that ain't good, mama. That's, that's rude and disrespectful. <laughs> very. <laughs> but you, but she is very ditzy. She is mm. just, you know, she's yeah. just, she got some sense or she had some sense well, before. Yeah. Like she used to be smart. She, she told us that to English was her best subject. My mama ain't never helped me and my brother with English, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it. 
it just triggers stuff. And I just remember I was talking about so many things and just mm-hmm. remember how much she had us in church and, you know, how yeah. little she cooked, you know, because we talked about. Oh, man, really? My mama can't cook. <laughs> my mama wasn't concerned with cooking. Ooh. We ate bologna sandwiches and eggs, you know, which <laughs> is the reason why as, if I can help it my whole rest of my life, you I never, never pulled a ring off another piece of bologna. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> As long as I live. That, that, that feel of, <laughs> damn, I'm going to hit rock bottom for real. Exactly. Got to pull this ring I'm gonna off. I'm going to feel like if I ever have to do that, I'm going to feel like I'm somewhere that I don't It's another a layer of your pride coming off exactly. with that ring. Yes. Yeah. No. yes. Or or maybe my lady eat bologna sandwiches, whoever I'm going to be with one day. You maybe know, she eat fried bologna sandwiches and shit. And I'm, I moved out when I was 19. I'm 31 right now. I haven't had bologna since I was a kid. I wouldn't even know how bologna tastes today. And I feel like that's an accomplishment, right? Now. I'm saying, like, same here, man. Yeah, I, I ain't like, had bologna I'm, since I lived there. I bought I'm, some one time, though. For real? Just I to, for nostalgia? Some. Yeah, well, not even. <laughs> Damn, I, I want didn't a bologna know sandwich. how I felt about it when I bought it. But when I started pulling that ring off, I like had PTSD. It was like when Superman get hit with kryptonite. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh I, I can feel all my bones Ayo, and shit. But, a little bit of pride comes back when you see that bubble start forming when you frying it. Cause I know you fried it, right? I didn't. I didn't. You I did not. Away. Hold on. I didn't eat it. You didn't eat it. I pulled that ring off and <laughs> it was like kryptonite, and I threw that shit away. Yo, yeah, the voice of your mom should have came out. Boy, how you gonna waste all this good ass food? I waste a lot of food, and it's probably because of her. Damn. That I waste food like that, cause you we threw away a lot gave that of that to some dogs, something. None of these dogs around here because they keep shitting in my walk path. Right, you do not walk do not walk in the grass. That's something I had I'm to learn. I'm going to call the office because it's, it's a fucking dog. Yeah. Don't shit nobody pick up their shit. Right there. Right. Well, some the motherfuckers with pets finna get notes on their door and their <laughs> fees increase next year if they don't goddamn. Right. Them, them dogs be having <laughs> human-sized turds. They sure do, man. They, I ste- and I stepped in it twice last week. Damn. Yeah, don't walk in the grass. But it was because, I mean, it's Thanksgiving. So I'm walking with these things in my hand so I can't, can't look see. in the ground yeah. like I normally do and I stepped in shit twice. Damn. You throw them shoes away or you clean them? No, I clean them. You had to. I clean them. Paid too goddamn much for these. I ain't pay that much for them because <laughs> I got them on a sale <laughs> like I'm probably going to get some more on right. DC. They have such wonderful sales. I bought like seven pair of shoes at the same time. Man, you got all them shoes. Throw them <laughs> shitty shoes away. No, I like... But see, you like them shitty I shoes? I buy seven pair of shoes and then I really, really, really like about two pair. Oh. Because they are. Wait. They, so they, well, this is the thing. They really like, well, I'm here. I got to buy them. They range. They are skateboard, skateboard yeah, shoes. They are very comfortable, but the, it don't seem like the money is put in maintaining the outside. Oh, so I when they you. get dirty, they not shoes you can clean easily. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the trendy thing to do now is to wear dirty shoes. Yeah. I ain't that trendy either. The kids on my caseload don't. They don't be trying to hear that, man. They Boy, what are them exactly. dirty shoes? Exactly. They have, Boy, get in here with them shitty-ass shoes, man. They be having on J's and all kind of nice shoes. And I'm in my DC's that are dirty because I... <laughs> one of my, Boy, wearing them damn coon shoes. Because when my foot... When I got my foot on the gas, is to the side, so the right side of all my shoes get dirty. When they fabric shoes, right, right, right. they get dirty. Yeah. And half of my Why shoes... Why don't you smash the whole gas like with all of your foot on the pedal? I don't know. Is it's it just, more control having a caddy corner like that? Uh, I think that the leg room in my car is, is I don't have very much. Do you, is it a Because I was shift? driving different when I rented a car it, recently. Is it stick shift or standard? It's standard. Hmm. 
because I know some I, I used to drive stick and you cat a corner your feet like that when you're switching pedals but I don't know like you said it might just be the, the room in the car yeah I got left because I was driving different when I when I rented a car so that car was nice it's something about the space that I have for my right leg is yeah. different um, than other ones but we well, can trade you can have mine you, you got it. Your car too little. <laughs> no, for no. me. Oh no. Oh, I got. Uh, you got a new car yet? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go see that. Yeah, you, you can have it. You can. You can have it and payments and all. <laughs> Take it. Oh no, man. I got one payment left on my car. <laughs> Look at that. Oh boy, I am gonna drive this car until it till it give out on. Well, me. that's the thing. Subarus don't give out. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Subarus don't give out, dog. They don't last forever. It's all good, man. Yeah. You can you can say what you want to say. Okay. Cole Jackson said my name. Or yeah, I know. I was like, he week. definitely gonna edit this out. <laughs> I <Nope>. didn't. <laughs> I didn't remember when it was. I don't understand how y'all do this show with no edits. Cause on my podcast, the Government Podcast, we have to edit <laughs> shit. I be putting in clips and sound effects. It's too much. It's a whole production. See, but that that add to y'all show like yeah. that's how I Red do the editing. So I mean, I ain't. I'm not gonna tell her to do any more than done. I asked. I pro asked a lot of her to Correction. split Her the name show. is no longer Red. It is Velvet. Red Velvet. I'm, oh, I'm just Velvet. Velvet. We can call her Red Velvet. Red Velvet. She going to hate me, but I had to. We're going to make this stick. Okay, She's Red saying Velvet. it ain't going to stick, but that's Red Velvet. Okay. What up, Velvet? <laughs> it might stick. I like it. Somebody call her Red Somebody Velvet. Somebody call her. Y'all, listeners, just to get under her skin because Cole did something like this, just call her Red Velvet. Tweet at her, Red Velvet. That's a, a, new, a new moniker from here on out. At red underscore calamity. There you go. Hashtag red velvet. Velvet. <laughs> she, would she even eat red velvet? Because she no. don't like. Damn. Because it's chocolate. It ain't chocolate. Oh, don't tell it. <laughs> it's chocolate cake. It's red. She already know. I think it's something about her taste buds. She don't like don't nothing go good. Chocolate. Like all them foods. She eat three she... musketeers though. Nougat is delicious. But the outside of it is chocolate. Like she, she oh, is willing to forego that chocolate for the nougat. Nougat is a weird word. Too. <laughs> this is a very weird word. <laughs> nougat. But when we went down a rabbit hole, but going into uh, Thanksgiving and, and places where you spend time with your family, you, you know, puts you in a different mindset. So for this episode, Always. we really just gonna it's gonna be a relationship focused episode in the sense that we are going to create essentially what would be the woman that we would hope to be with one day and then we're going to answer questions that would apply to that person um we went we found a couple of lists that just got some questions on it so we're just gonna you know and i don't know the list you're gonna read them all yeah i'm gonna read them all so we're gonna have a little conversation about it think about what it is and and just have some conversation about things so Imagine if you've ever been to build a bear. You've been to build a bear before? I've been through. Have you ever done one? I've never done one. Them holes expensive. That's what I was about to say. They don't even look good. I went in there and I was like, what? Is that the price tag or is that a serial number? Right. (laughs) Like, nigga, how many digits? Then they expect you to buy the clothes for the bear. But it's a process. Nigga, I'm not adopting a real bear, (laughs) nigga. (laughs) What the fuck? You can name it like, but it's a process by which kids. And, and a year from now, it's still gonna be in that corner collecting dust. It might be. It depends. Or or the relationship ain't gonna work out. You know, because you ain't know the right questions. There. Oh yeah, me and my ex girlfriend bought a builder bear. Damn. That's what we named the thing. See I that? wonder if she still got it. She, she better. If she get another relationship, I wonder if she gonna keep it. I wonder if she gonna tell him if it came from her last relationship. My last boyfriend <laughs> bought me one of these. Oh, no. You ain't nothing. And look, yeah. 
Maybe he'll never ask. Where you get this ugly ass bear from? <laughs> <laughs> now you, the moment of truth. Tell right. the truth or you lie. Oh, uh, um, you know. But what we gonna do is we gonna go through a build a bay process. Mm. Now let's imagine that. Let's imagine there is a whole system by okay. which God or whatever deity you believe in creates the person that you Joshua. Uh, are potent potentially gonna be with. Okay, and it's a whole process. It's a whole factory line. It so starts off with God. Hair. I get to make this decision myself. You get to make the decision. You usually bless me with these things, God, and you just going to let me make the decision? <laughs> so, Lord, I thank you. <laughs> so let me tell you how I normally use this dialogue, right. right? When I'm talking to people and people say race don't matter, I bring up this whole dialogue. And race I say, look, definitely matters. you can create your perfect mate. You created a hair, you created the eyes, you created that body, you created everything. You even mm -hmm. got to create a whole personality profile like you create a character on a game. You, right. you just created your perfect woman. What skin tone is she? Exactly. And the <laughs> end of it is race. Like, do you, will you hit random select? That's what I asked the person. Hell no. Exactly. Would you hit random select and be oh, okay with whatever came out? A lot of that shit dealing with the skin tone has a lot to do with her personality. Unfortunately, people's experiences change dealing based on what you know race based they on the experiences of race i need a woman that can do all the shit and has dealt with a lot of the shit that i'm going through but this so. question is usually for white people who say race don't matter you know it's really for them to kind of go through this what does that really process. mean though race don't matter race doesn't matter a lot of people want it to mean that you are judged on the content of your character and not the color of your skin you so know? when the news is reporting that somebody robbed someone What's usually one of the things they say? An identity of the suspect. Not the name, but they give you a description of the suspect. Race is usually part of that thing, right? Yeah. It shouldn't matter, though, right? But well, when you hear, like, a nigga walking in a church and shooting up some people, what races come to mind? White. Okay. When you hear a nigga on the corner slang, oh, <laughs> when you hear a guy on the corner slinging some drugs and shoot somebody. You think of black. So we have a perceived notion of what, you know, race matters we do we do i think i think the thing about white america and white people that we don't have access to as black people mm. is that they've never been put under a microscope as a group and scrutinized mm. like we have so when we hear it was a shooter on the roof or we say oh white man person. i hope he ain't black yeah you know, yeah. or we always yeah, it say, fucked up the game when the DC sniper was black. Exactly, <laughs> niggas but, was like, "What the fuck?" But when stuff, we don't do this, <laughs> but when stuff happened, we are so connected to that microscoped experience that we we be like, "I hope, I hope they ain't black," because yeah. somehow we come to believe that when one a black, black person doing something is connected to us, and yep. in society, it is. Yeah, so, nigga, we made it when Barack was the president. We all made it. <laughs> now look at this. <laughs> but we all got, we all also got the scrutiny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because people who voted for Trump are like, well, y'all got Barack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. that's what they do. Mm. But white people have never been put under that so that they look at their experience as a shared one. Mm. So I don't think that they look at it and be like, I, I hope he ain't white. Just like they look at how they treat black people and say, I only judge you by the content of your character. Bullshit. They're not recognizing that you don't speak for all of your people. Yeah. You only speak for yourself. But I wish that person would recognize that I deal with a whole bunch of people that look like you yeah. that don't think like that. Right. I look, I deal with people that look like you that look at me and will think differently about me because of my color or because I'm big or because I got a beard. 
You know, you fit the description. I like do. All the descriptions. All of them, <laughs> Dating <man>. profiles, <laughs> fucking crime suspect, <laughs> nigga. All the descriptions. Look, this is how I look. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> that's it. I could cut my beard off and look. And nigga, the niggas wouldn't even recognize you without a beard. <laughs> Yeah, Who I don't even know if Who I gain weight or not under my beard. I'm scared to cut it. <laughs> Do you have a chin? It's got to have a chin. It's got, it's got this illustrious beard on it. Got no double chin. Nah. But you know, sometimes you, you ain't like, that big to have a double chin. I mean, you know, sometimes you don't know how much weight you done gained you, in your you face. You're not really like big though. Like you, you stocky. You more stout than anything. Beastly was yeah. the word that Beastly, you used. Beastly, yeah. yeah. Everybody say that. Yeah, it's nigga can hoop. Be like, you big, ain't big niggas can't me. hoop, nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> I, be, I be hooping, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, man. He been doing some more damage on my knees lately, though. Right. So yeah, that's a combination of me getting older or gaining weight. So I'm finna try to get in the gym and start getting some of this. I know. I was looking at my gym membership like, damn, why am I donating? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is this I a been, church? Man, I've been paying for that jump for a year. A year, plus. nigga. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Disrespectful to my bank account. <laughs> Mine too, shit. Okay, so we're going to build up the woman that we're answering these questions for. So, hairstyle. <sighs> Natural. First off, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Let's start at the top with race. Mm. Do you have an issue with race as it pertains to dating? Like, are you just planning on dating a black woman? Are white women considered? What about other brown people? I love all brown spectrums like all of those uh this is gonna sound super racist but i'm just not attracted to white women what about dark white what's dark white like italian tanned or italian nah tan is just the same. nah it, well, i like spanish to african anything in that spectrum I, i'm fucking with it what about a light a, a, a spanish person that's very very light like there's a lot of like ecuadorian can, like ecuador's not necessarily, but you I mean you can find people in Puerto Rico that are like that could pass for white in America. Yeah, yeah, if they yeah. Didn't speak Cubans, Spanish. like Cubans. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> so the, it's the skin. It's it is skin like I want that. I want that brown. Yeah. Plus, I feel like that brownness come with some like inherent skills. Like you gonna know how to cook. So I'm gonna be eating more than <laughs> I do anything else. So I got you. You might fool around to find a Paula Dean, but fine. If I, like, look, all right, real talk, Paula Dean could probably get it. <laughs> As is. As is. Like, I, yo, she can cook, nigga. I'm sorry. No, no problem. She in the Dean, kitchen. I'm, I'm, I guess I got to get it. I feel like she going to want to do some uh, fetish play. Most likely. Dress up. Bo- Mandingo like parties master. and shit. Yeah, yeah, come on. She going to have you with a loin Bring me on. one of them pies, Paula <laughs> Dean. Come on back to bed, baby. She gonna have a pound of dresser that she wants you to steal, and then Yo, <laughs> she gonna catch you. Officer, he's in the room right now. <laughs> no, she gonna catch you and be like, "You've been a naughty boy trying to get mama's pies." I sure did, master. <laughs> it sure is good. I just feel like that's what Paula Dean will have you doing in the bedroom. That ain't that ain't right. Uh, she rich. She can have me doing a lot. So I like, uh, I like. I mean, I like any group, but I really, really want to marry a black woman. See how you dress that up. You said the same shit I did. <laughs> or well, you 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 like any group, any which is group, true. But uh, you really are sliding towards I the find black. white women attractor, attractive at a much lower rate than just, black women. They look empty to me. And that sounds bad, but I don't know another way of describing it. It's just when I see them, it's just like nothing there. It's like looking at a dude almost. I've seen some attractive white women. I haven't. I mean, I, mean, I guess they look good by like magazine standards, but... 
I mean, by default, like, I like white women that have bigger lips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just because that's one of those brown people traits. I don't think I look at white women's lips. Like, I, I, I look at them and I see it's a woman, but I just keep on moving. Well, I've started trying to notice the trends between when I notice a white woman is attractive versus when I don't. Mm. And it seems that they have more full lips, you know. It, they have bigger hair. You know what I'm yep. saying? Um, that's just, but like I said, it's at a low rate at which that happens. How I'm attracted to black women at a very high rate. And then, you know, under that other cultures Spanish. at their own different rates. Um, and I guess American black women in that sense. Oh, no, I like the UK blacks, like speaking that, with that accent. Mm-hmm. Whew. I don't know, I, like, for me, American black women come with a certain level of struggle that I understand. And I was having a conversation today that I was saying that, because me and this dude was in this dialogue about cultural appropriation, and uh, and he asked me something about, you know, he said the idea of, you know, culture belonging to people is a problem. And he asked me something, and I said, well. <laughs> How is it a problem? I'm sorry. I'm going off on another believed, thing. He believed that everything belonged to everybody, and if, you can't prove that it belonged to you, then you should be able to do what you want with it. He had a really extreme way of looking at it. Mm. Uh, and I was like, I never had a foot in the race of culture ownership because the people, the yeah, our cultures, my people were stolen by the people that right. steal everything and taught me the things that they stole. So I really, really never had a hand in that. Preach on you know? it, brother. That's it right there. <laughs> you just taught us a whole history lesson. <laughs> Nigga. I really never had a foot in the uh, race of cultural ownership, you know, so you gonna take this religion. So I feel like American black women understand that. I mean, African women have a culture like so, Dominican women have a culture. Yeah. Like, I think that a black American woman could understand me more deeply than anybody else. But can. then the struggle of understanding a Jamaican chick is just as fun. Yeah. I mean, like I said, yeah. I would not rule that out. Oh, no. You know, it'll be fun to learn. But on the hierarchy. Another culture on the hierarchy. Is, yeah, yeah, American black women would identify with me more than anything. Else. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so hair. What kind of, like. I'm I'm natural. I like natural. a big, nasty, nappy afro. Give me that. So, <laughs> are you against? Oh, no, I'm not against it. Straighten their hair and perm their hair and things of that nature? Straight hair women versus, like, some kinky curls. Come on, man. You can't, you can't. You can't mess with that. Like, well, I like natural hair. Now, I really don't discriminate because I don't either, but, yeah. hair is like a reflection of a person's self-worth for themselves. And I value that over anything. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what about us? We ain't got no hair, nigga. I mean. <laughs> we ain't got no value. We got beards, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. And your beard stay shiny. <laughs> like, your beard stay, stay glistening. I can't get the, the girth that yours has, so I got to do something put the products on it. Yeah, your beard say, listen, I, I'm overcompensating for my lack of top <laughs> hair with beard right. hair. <laughs> there you go. Stroke my We beard. are both bald-headed, bearded gentlemen. Yes, so sir. That's what we got, got going on. But. But it's a deep. It's deeper for women, though. Yeah, you know, because women have over history have been scrutinized heavily. Black women for natural hair. The way their hair grows out of their head naturally is the reason why they couldn't get jobs and they couldn't do things and they couldn't participate. They didn't want to be outshined. That's all that was. Yeah, and Whoopi Goldberg come in there with some bantu knots, nigga. <laughs> and I gotta say that Whoopi Goldberg came out talking some shit like, uh, 
you know, well, we straighten black women straighten their hair and they use blonde hair and all this stuff. And they talk about appropriating our culture, but we appropriate their culture. And I'm like, nah, white culture told black people that we got to use their culture in order to participate. What is white culture? Oh, uh, exactly. Let's just keep moving. White culture <laughs> is the rules that they define. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like it's a, it ain't like a dashiki. Like African culture. <laughs> if a white person had a daishiki on, my nigga. <laughs> but, like, to me, white American culture is just the rules that they define. Right, and right. if they rules is you got to look like us, that means that if you don't look like us, you got to strain your hair. And that's what people did. Yeah. And, unfortunately, that, that ain't what I like. Be a rebel. Be yourself. And I, and I really like the natural hair movement. I love yeah, I seeing love the curls. I, I like love the... seeing froze. froze. I, I love even seeing the froze that... The little bitty froze that, you know, they working yeah. towards longer hair yeah. that they don't normally like or the small little shorts. I, I kind of like it when I they like shave that. the side and they still got the fro shit going. Yeah. When they use that sponge. Like, I'm feeling it. I like that, man. I yeah. even like low haircuts with women. She all right, She can't have a big forehead. <laughs> she got a low haircut. And it's like, so her head got to be shaped right for the so, low cut. Yes, definitely. <laughs> like, I got a friend. She looks good when she has long hair, but she wears a lot of wigs. And I've mm -hmm. seen her without the wig. And it's just like, oh, kind of dropped down from a 10 <laughs> to a 7 now. You need to put that wig back on. Because the forehead is That forehead is strong, boy. She got whole movies in that thing. Okay. What dreads? What about dreads? I ain't got no problem with it. I like my my uh, my ex-girlfriend had dreads. and uh, But she cut half of them and then took picked it out. Oh really? You can undo dreads. I didn't know that. Yeah, she she cut half of them. I thought once they locked, they good. That's it. Mm -mm. I mean, it's eventually essentially a whole bunch of hair tied together. So you can untie it. It's just Boy, take I a bet long you that time. That took a long ass. Time. It took like like three or four months, I think. When she went to work with half her head done. Yeah, <laughs> she like, like don't worry about me. <laughs> he ain't done with me yet. <laughs> yeah, she did. She she did it. But I, I like dreads. Mm -hmm. I really like dreads. I fucks with dreads. Afros is more my thing though, or curls. I got you. Yeah. I like. I buy like it all. If if it's a nice fluffy afro, like I like that, like fluffy even from you can't Angela even touch Davis. It. Oh yeah, looking shit like yeah. I like that. They get mad when you touch it though. <laughs> no, nah, see back. that's a part of my rules. Like I'm going, I'm going to play in your hair. But she gonna play with your beard. You know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah That's sure. cool with me. Go ahead. And touch that, it. I just invitation. But yeah. I think the big issue with touching women's hair is one, in for anybody when it gets done. Okay, mm -hmm. but number two. For white people, because it's like they try, it's like they feel like they're being made a spectacle of. Oh, you know no. what I'm saying? I, so I think that's the big deal with it. It's like it's like panda panda animal at the zoo. Like, oh to see my how god, they it's feel, so you cute. Know? Yeah, like Get your fucking hands off me. I'm a human. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> no, what's wrong with you? No animal. This ain't no zoo. <laughs> Let me get one of them treats. <laughs> like my sister was like, that's why I don't like going in places where. I didn't I know worked. you had a sister. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why did I not know this? I don't know. Is she as big as you, like tall wise? No, she's no. She completely just, different. She different. Mm. She we got different mamas. Mm. My oh, we got the same daddy. Yeah, she cut my daddy off now. Damn. Oh yeah, you did tell me the whole story, but yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Cold turkey. Damn. Well, he, <laughs> he messed that up. It is he what did. it is. You know, and when I went to North Carolina, it, it was. Frustrating for me to have to split my time between them because they assholes at one another. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I clearly can't set up to be with. I got to pick two time. Right, yeah, right. It, it messed up my time. That's kind of how it was at Thanksgiving. You got some aunts that don't talk to each other. You're like, nigga, y'all too old for this bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Come here and eat some of this cake. <laughs> be cool. But, it's yeah. all good. So, eyes. Anything about eyes? 
Uh, like cat eyes, jinky eyes. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. I got a thing for glasses. So glasses. Yeah. Okay. So Have you always been that way? Yeah. I like nerds. I'm a nerd, so it is what it is. I got you. I used to like a girl that had glasses. Uh, I think I liked her because she had glasses. That was a kid. It's I was like in elementary school. Okay, yeah. I think it was. I think her glasses was just cool. It wasn't that many <laughs> kids that had glasses or something. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's not like she has to have glasses. It's just one of my preferences. No offense, because you got glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I've started looking at glasses as how well my children would be able to see <laughs> this nigga blind as a motherfucker. Yeah, like, I, like, well, I can I'm... take my glasses off <laughs> and I can still drive. No, it's just that I look at people in the terms of what they, what they offer. Like a woman look at me as big and she don't know if I'm big. Security. Because, yeah. Well, she don't know if I'm big because I'm just naturally big. Or if I've been eating snacks my whole life. But either way, you a good dude to hang out with nigga. I'm going to eat or I'm going to be <laughs> safe or both. I think it's an indicator of what your children will be. Like if her whole family got bad eyes, my children go and I got good eyes. My children gonna have half bad. My children eyes gonna be seventy five percent. Then we wearing monocles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like give this kid a monocle and a top. <laughs> Just <hat>. got debit. <laughs> well, I think yeah. So like that's how I started looking at stuff like glasses, you yeah. know. But I do like how they look though. Yeah, you know? it insinuates the face. I but like as that. far as I, the only thing I can't do with eyes is big bug eyes that kind of poke out. Yeah, or eyes that's really far apart. I never. You said this before. I had never had an issue with far apart eyes as long as it's pers- proportionate for the whole head. I just, they just look like Avatar, <laughs> like the Avatar, the blue flag. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen the movie, hey, but Navi, I've seen nigga. them enough to know that their eyes are. Wait, you've never seen Avatar? No, I never saw. You that. ain't missing much. You ever seen Fern Gurley? I say Fern Gully. Okay, it's the same thing with Smurfs. It's Fern Gully? With Smurfs. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. It's, it's about taking over the forest. Basically. Taking over their planet. Yeah, they got this huge tree. Niggas come in, they start shooting the tree, burning it down. It's the same thing. Okay, I got yeah. you. So, I ain't missing nothing, but I know their eyes fall apart. Yeah. And as I've seen Zoe's, that. Whatever Zoe Saldana. Yeah, that name. She's in it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something. I was going to say that. something about Nina Simone. <laughs> hey, yeah. I was like, she's been disappointing me. Zoe been, she's been disappointing me. Why? <laughs> like, uh, anyway. Why would she play Nina Simone? Why mm. would you do that? That movie is so trash. I don't think they think about the stuff that everybody else think about. <sighs> if they asked me to play somebody light skinned, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all going to fix this in post? Or if they asked me to me? play somebody skinny. I'll be like, uh-uh. Yeah. That ain't an accurate representation. Right. Like, get another fat dude to say yes. I'm not going to do it. I mean, how much the check, though? I ain't going to do it. I ain't my principal has a price. Zoe Saldana, man, she... They ain't revoke her black card like they did Chrisette <laughs> and Tina from Mary Mary. They ain't took her black card. She came close, but nobody watched the movie, so it's it was on right. probationary status. Yeah, it's on... <laughs> any, any more fuck-ups and you out yeah, here. Yeah, if she end up in a picture with Trump, she's done. Damn. That's it. <laughs> Like, she'll be done. Okay, okay. Structure. Structure. Mm. Like, uh, are you a breast man or ass man or what I'm are you? I'm proportionate. I don't care about either or as long as they nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Everybody say the whole Coca-Cola, but I, I guess I would say more of a pear shape would be the one. Pear shape. Yeah. But Bottom heavy. Yeah. But, I like mean, Grimace. Huh? Like Grimace. <laughs> That's like a chicken nugget shape, nigga. That ain't no, no pear shape. I guess ain't nothing right. good about grimace, nigga. Not, let's say the name grimace. You're that right. sounds nasty. What is a grimace? 
I don't even know. Hold on. Can I Google that? Yeah, look at that up. What is a grimace? What is a grimace? What is a grimace? This is the word. Oh, they knocked that completely out the park. They named, they named that dude Grimace? <laughs> Grimace, nigga. I'm sorry, call it your Grimace ass. Get your Grimace face out of here. I'm just saying, look at Grimace. <laughs> and tell me that ain't shaped like a Yo. pear. <laughs> Is that shaped like a pear? Yeah. <laughs> that shit nasty, the motherfucker. The fuck is a Grimace, yeah, this yo. big purple, slow-looking ass motherfucker? No. Get out of here. Look like a dot. You know the candy? Yeah. Oh my god, look. It say Grimace is a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> Origins explained. Let's make a YouTube video oh about this. Oh my goodness. Grimace is a butt plug. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Grimace so, is something terrible. Not Grimace. Anything but Grimace. But a pair. But I like proportion either way. You know. I gotcha. Likewise, uh I don't have to have she ain't gotta be she ain't gotta have big breast assist or a big ass like she can be petite right you know um i can't the only thing i don't like when she like built like a linebacker oh yeah when she got that strong back like when she got because i already got that yeah i don't need that in my relationship yeah y'all put two kids together y'all gonna have fucking yeah I mean, serena williams wrong. yeah we'll have some serena williams for the girls and we'll have some uh Say Ray Lewis, I don't like him. What's the popular <laughs> line? Close. What's another popular oh. linebacker? Uh, you don't watch football. That I much don't watch football. You. I'm sorry. The biggest, bestest linebacker. I let <laughs> I let all the black people down because I don't care about no sports. Me either. We we in there together. <laughs> it is what it is. We in there. Hey, uh, shout out to uh, Auburn for winning the other day. Oh yeah, that upset a lot of people. Yeah, you, you said that because it upset a lot of people. Yes. Because I don't care one bit. I looked at the score. I was like, dang, Alabama. It's just more like, damn, that shouldn't happen. And it happened. Huh. Okay. Well, you know, I've always known that those rival games, yeah, records, all that stuff, that don't matter. It's just about who the hungry is right now. You damn right. You know. Gus, <laughs> Gus was about to be super hungry. <laughs> he got to keep his job. So. I know, right? <laughs> right. Auburn anyway. was hungry. Beating Alabama at this point, yeah. that's job security. That's job security, nigga. He good for at least another year. Yeah. Gonna buy you a summer home. That's crazy. Pay man. that bitch off in a year though. <clears throat> Go ahead. Uh, what was the next thing you said? Uh structure and body shape. I had body shape next. We went to that. Size. Do you have a preference on size? Uh like, would you date a woman taller than you? I don't really have an issue with it. Not I date an Amazonian. Yeah, I, I take it down. Shoot. Shit, I like <laughs> achieving challenges, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> challenges Climbing accepted. trees. Hey, I do that for a living, nigga. <laughs> but I like about? short women, too. Either I mean, way, for me. As long as we see eye to eye, we cool. Yeah. I mean that metaphorically. How you feel about, like, here, like, women who wear shoes to put them taller than you? I'm usually taller than most, so okay. it, it don't bother me. You have to have somebody them. Already, tall. I don't looked up to a few, and I'm like, damn, all right, we can do this. <laughs> Are we the same side? Never mind. <laughs> I'm about, about to take this shit all the way left. You can go left. Where you go? I was gonna say we the same size when we land down, so it don't oh. matter. You know, it is what it is. Hey, that's what it is. Hey, and it's gonna be what it is. Okay, now personality. Okay, that is the key. That's where everything is. You can have all this other stuff on that list, but if your personality is lacking, psh, I'm out. Ain't got no time for that. Ten with the eyes can be a two 
you know, with the personality. Yes. You know, start talking about like it, take that 10 down. Just like, you know, a dude with a really good personality that might not be the most attractive, they stop go up when they funny or when they are protectors or providers. They stop go up with women. Being able to hold a conversation is the main thing. Like women, that's all they care about. Wait, that ain't all they care about. But I mean, that's, <laughs> that is a very important that's a component. Huge, yeah. Like communication yeah. is a very important part. So if you can hold a conversation, then they usually will let you in the door. Personality. So what? what's important about a personality? Uh, I like to have fun. So I like, you know, funny people. You got to be able to quick with it, quick mm-hmm. on your toes, make jokes, because I crack them left and right. And I, I like to receive them just as much as I give them. Um, so you kind of do that crack on your woman. Oh yeah, like most run definitely. Jokes on her. Most definitely. Like, do you do that in front of people? Or no, that no, just it's got to be tasteful. I'm not gonna say no. Like, I'm gonna crush the ass toes when you're in front, of, in front of your mom or your friends. Yeah. Nah, I can't say nothing like. But in the so bed. it's just the intimate one on one. This is how I interact with you. Right, right. You know, type of situation. I ain't doing that stupid shit. You know, and you can dish. You can take it too. Uh, got to. <laughs> you can't be the one saying all this wild shit and then not being able to say it and get mad when somebody else crack on you. Well, has that ever lost you out on a? Interaction. Have I ever talked my way out of something? No, nah, like, have you sure. ever cracked on a woman that wasn't ready for it, or it took it to a place that you didn't want it to go? Like, she escalated it, or you escalated it? No, nah, because when somebody escalate, I, I escalate right with them. <laughs> Usually, it, it don't it don't bother me. But you never had that. No, nah, I never have. I none that I can think of. I don't. I'm not a really playful dude. Like, I, I ain't the kind of dude that's gonna like pick you up and throw you on the couch and nothing. Like, I don't know my own strength. Like, I don't do that horseplay stuff. It's fun, man. Just get out of my way, woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> throw her on the couch. Uh-uh, man, because as soon as she hit her head the wrong way one day, <laughs> oh, baby, I'm she sorry. ain't moving, I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Damn. Like, yeah, that you're right. <laughs> do not do that, guys. <laughs> well, don't a listen lot to me. Of, a lot of dudes do that, and, and it's cool for them, but, like, I've tried it, and <laughs> you I'm like just it. not. Wait, you tried it? So did she hit her head? No, 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 oh. no. I ain't trying to throw somebody on the couch or nothing, but I've tried that kind of horseplay yeah, yeah. back and forth. She hit you, you hit me, but <laughs> it's just not natural for me. I don't, mm. I don't like that. I got you. you. Know? Yeah, you don't want to knock them out. Uh, okay. I also don't crack on them like that. Well, it depends because I noticed with, you know, several women I interacted with in the past few years, like I, I have, because they have that, I do it and I can go with them. You right, know, it's right. just not natural for me. Like I'm naturally more respectful and Damn. just gentle. And I try to be, I try to offer my input through dialogue. Like let's talk. Let me pick your brain. Let me see what's mm. on your mind, what you're talking about, you know, um, rather than a back and forth like that. Mm. But ideally a combination of those things. You got to have both. You got to be able to, to give it and receive. But I also like independent women. Like I like a woman who don't don't need me. Like I don't I don't want a woman that needs a man to fill a gap. Oh yeah, nah. Of the things she need in life to yeah. accomplish. You know, I I want I only want to feel an emotional desire to belong and to be with somebody. At this point in my life, I'm too old to be trying to raise somebody else's child. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean that as in the person I'm trying to date. I'm not gonna raise you, so you should already be at a certain level in order to talk to me. Period. Yeah. And is that level like in life? Like, I mean, you with sh- accomplishments and shit? Not really accomplishments, but you should. I mean, at this point, I'm 31. So you should be able to have at least your own place, mm-hmm. maybe a car. You're working towards it, at least a job. I mean, come on. I got you. We, so the basics need to be met. Yeah, everything. I mean, come on. 
Like you ain't gotta have a six figure bank account or nothing, but you. Need I ain't to be got able to one of them, but if you yourself. got one, that's that's a plus. <laughs> you know what I mean, nigga? We can go somewhere. Yeah, be able to take care of yourself, man. Baby, take care of me. Okay. Any other personality traits you find valuable? Personality? Nah, nah. As long as you, you quick with it. I'm a silly dude, man, and I'm a big kid. So yeah. uh, whoever I'm with got to be willing to deal with a big kid. Like, so I've never had a female friend that could play video games until recently. And it just kind of blew my mind that females play video games. And so that's something new that's just coming to my perspective. I mean, she can play games, but she don't have to. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's a. But I like for her to like watch me play a game you, and be okay with that shit. When I say play video games, I mean she's actually good. I've always had friends who could pick up the controller and work the characters, but actually whoop my ass in the game. <laughs> like, hold on now. I've, <laughs> I've, I've dealt with that before. I don't want to say dealt with it like it was a bad Oh, yeah, thing, you dealt like, with that <laughs> ass woman. That's what it was. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is I think that's rare. Yeah, and it's I think if rare. I find that, because I was thinking about if I have a girl that games just as much as I do, we're going to have to have two TVs and two systems in the same room and just be happy with touching each other on the couch while we both playing our own games. Ah, you know, you but if I have a woman who absolutely don't like games, we're going to have to have two TVs because I'm going to play the game and you're going to watch what you want because she don't want to watch the game and I don't want to watch whatever she watching. Right. So, like, ideally for me to be somebody who like games enough that could get enthralled in the story of a game. Yeah. But not necessarily care that we is or ain't watching whatever we watch. I mean, but a lot of these games, you got to be uh, like The Last of Us. That's one of those games that you got to sit down together and watch it because yeah. it's just as entertaining. And Uncharted. Yeah. Stuff like, like that. that. Yeah. But personality is cool. So. All right. That? Family. Family this is one of the to- topics you, you said was important. <clears throat> family will, it's just like being able to hold a conversation that'll make or break it with anybody. If your family's fucking crazy, that's cool. But if they intrude into our day-to-day, nah. So the perfect girl with the worst family is still a no-go for you? The perfect girl with the worst family. But their family their family issues would have to bleed over into our relationship. Into That's the only way I could see that causing a problem. So what if she was like one of the people that spent a lot of time with her family and her family is kind of That's like cool. You can spend time with them, but if they self-destructive, then it's Like, is that something where you can't have that relationship or where you're going to be like you, you shouldn't go with your family or be with your family? Like, I mean, if they planning to rob a bank, <laughs> I would be like, yo, you probably don't want to rob. It ain't that they trying to rob a bank. It's just it's different when, like, let's say her grandmama talks shit about her when you're around them and you know, and she got a couple of aunts that, you know, that are really like her and cool with her. Mm-hmm. But like, every time she there, it's, it bring her down. And yeah. If you, the, can, you can see that when if she it's causing back. emotional stress like that, then nah, you don't. I, I, you got to put your foot down or either I'm out. Oh, OK. I mm-hmm. got you. So I don't know. I, I had a conversation with somebody about that at some point. I don't know. I don't really know what I do. I have to see how the family is because I don't see myself as a person that would ever keep you away from your family. Mm. You know, because... Oh, I no, mean, I'm not keeping you away. I just don't want to be involved in it. Well, that's what, and that's what the dialogue, it wasn't like, mm. I'm just, what I'd be in a relationship in which I would feel like I, I don't want her to be around her folks. I mean, everybody has crazy family members, but they shouldn't have as much as influence as I should in your day-to-day. I got you know. so at the end of the day, you should be able to take precedent. Damn, that sounds like I'm making her choose me or her family. Well, that ain't what I'm trying to say. Well, some I think some people in relationships they 
They husband do end up being or, or wife end up being secondary to their family's needs. And if you marry I mean, if your person, mama sick, by all means, I go in the back burner. Go to your mom. But different. at the same time, if your mama keep calling asking for well, shit, it's your mama. If your brother keep calling asking <laughs> for money, then like that nigga need to get a job. That's when it becomes an issue. I don't know. If I found a perfect woman, I guess you're right. Perfect perfection would be defined in how she interact with her family yeah. too. You know, so, but if I found a woman that was really, really good and her family was just too enmeshed in her life, mm -hmm. I think I have to take it on a case by case. And it, and it works both ways, negatives and positive, because if she's mad that her mom's calling her or her brother's calling her all the time, I'm like, yo, what you tripping for? That's your mom. You better answer the phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a delicate situation. I don't know. Cause you know, like I'm in a mental health field and for me, it's like, what if this girl mama let her uncle touch her and then tell nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know <laughs> what those existing relationships <laughs> look like to say just because it's your mama talk to her, uh, you know, it's some asshole mamas out here. Oh, most definitely. But you got it. There's some, there's some basic level of respect that you gotta, you gotta commit to. I don't, I don't think I agree. I'm That's not fine. telling anybody not to, but it's like, with the mamas I seen, a lot of them don't deserve an ounce of respect. Damn. Because of what they've done. The moms like them tripping like this? I mean, the fact that they fucked their daddy and you were born from it, I don't know why that garners respect on its own. Mm. I think respect is earned universally. And I don't think a parent, just because you came out of them, should grant you any kind of respect. You need to earn respect from your kids just like your kids need to earn respect from the rest of the world. I see. I see. That's just my perspective. And in order to earn kids respect, just giving them the bare minimum shit, but beating them within an inch of their life. That ain't <laughs> I, how I think you that's do where it. I think that's where I am. I was beaten to submission. Yeah, that ain't the thing is like you done had supervisors before mm -hmm. or if people that had supervisors before where, you know, under the structure of that organization, your job is to follow the rules of the people above you. Right. And you will follow the rules of the people above you. But you got one manager that do it in an asshole way. And you got one manager that do it in a, you know, helpful, friendly way. Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't, you feel one and you respect the other one. I feel like you would do more shit of the one that asks you, you know, in the kind way You're than right. the one that forces your hand into doing shit. And I feel like a parent don't have to be the one that they fear. Like mm. you don't have to use fear to run your household. It's just easy. It's just easy. Yeah, it is easy. It's, it's easy to be a fucking parent that a kid fear, and it's easy to be a parent that give a kid everything. I'm doing this because I love you. Exactly. <laughs> like, what kind of confusing shit is this? <laughs> if you love me, stop hitting me. <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard as hell to find the balance between, yeah. you know, not fear, but them knowing that your word is the final word yeah. and them trusting you enough to bring issues to you. And I saw a clip on the, of the Cosby show the other day. and Is it cool to watch that now? I don't know, but <laughs> all I saw was Heathcliff Huxtable. Like, when I was watching that shit, I didn't even think about Bill Cosby. That's right. And I feel like, and that was the first time I watched the Cosby show since all of that shit went down. Hey. I watched it, and that Bill Cosby shit wasn't even here. So I, I think that cha that channeled how much value I found in the Cosby show. Yeah. Because it, it had some valuable messages and it taught me yeah. a lot. And it showed us something that we didn't see in the black community. I was about to say, it filled a huge void in the black community. Yeah. You know, so. Very big. Yeah.
but the episode was about Denise had a friend, which was Stacy fucking Dash. Mm. <laughs> but she was a friend who who needed to see um her daddy. She needed to see Dr. Hustle because she had an issue. Yeah. And the issue was that she was sexually she active oh. and she didn't yeah. know if she thought she might have been pregnant or she had an STD or something oh, was wrong. Damn. And she couldn't tell her parents. And he came to her and she had a uh a, like a just a regular infection. Oh. That gonna be treated and in two weeks it'll be gone. But it shook him up that his her daughter a parent some parents' kids was so scared that she would risk being sicker to not go tell her parents. Cause mm. he'd been going on for four weeks with that girl. And so they sat the, all the kids down and said, look, you can listen to us. You can trust us, you know, with stuff. And then the kids went through this whole little thing of scenarios and the parents kept getting mad. And at the end, the message was, listen, if you come to us and talk to us about things, we're going to get angry, mm-hmm. but there is nobody out there that cares enough to handle and resolve y'all's problems the way that we care and we would rather you uh, deal with those problems with us. Right. Because your friends don't care. Other people, they not going to care the way that we care to resolve them. And I was like, dang, that was like a good way of bringing that message to the forefront. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of that movie fences. It's, it's got a powerful message. And one of the lines in there that Denzel says is like, I don't owe you nothing. I, I have a responsibility to you. Yeah. And and I feel like that's how all parenting should be. It's my responsibility to guide you through life until you're able to do it yourself. But parents treat it like it's backwards. They treat it like it's the kid's responsibility to be appreciative that I bought you life. Oh, no, nah, that's not cool. That's what I mean, I'm appreciative that I have air in my yeah. lungs, but nigga. <laughs> and that's what it seemed like. <laughs> if man. you beat my ass my whole life and I ain't shit, man. why don't you be appreciative of I would just really... I would really like to, if I have kids, would try to raise my kids without corporal punishment. Um, it's going to be based on. We're going to go on another tangent. What's going to be based on the temperament of my kid? You know. You got to know there's consequences for your action. But what if the now, consequences, what if a kid understand that the consequences, the harshness of the consequences without physical punishment? So you, you just take stuff away from them. Like that's stand what I'm in the corner. But then if they do it again, what now? Well, corporal punishment is just whooping. Yeah. You know, but ain't no whoopings ever stopped me from doing what I wanted to do. Because you're a hard-haired kid. You need to get your ass beat. I mean, just saying. <laughs> I feel like everybody who ain't got a whooping, and everybody who done got something took away from them, like, you... Taking my stuff away ain't going to make me straighten up. But it, what, what if you had a kid that it did? Well, then the first, that's, that's it. It works for that kid. I'm not saying whoopings work for everybody. But what I'm saying is my cousin would whoop her kid. She would find a way to whoop her kid anyway because Bible stuff. I don't know. <laughs> That's abuse right there, though. So she's going to whoop the kid. She's going to whoop her kid how, somehow. You, you lied know? to me today? Okay. That's fine. I'm going to talk to you, but you know you're getting this whooping. But that's the distinction I'm making. Yeah. I would like to raise my kid without using corporal punishment, but that's not something that I would do just to do it if I mm. felt my kid didn't need it. If I felt my kid yeah. was getting it. Yeah. I wouldn't use corporal punishment. Right. If you can see growth in your child, I don't have any kids, but this is yeah. my, my perception is if you can see growth in the way you're parenting your child, you're doing it right. Yeah. So whether it's whooping their ass or taking their shit away, whatever is working. And those things are just tools in a whole box full of tools. Amen. To deal you with. Don't use a hammer to screw in the nail. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I'll say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you don't use a hammer to screw in a nail. I know a hammer is to knock in, but a nail. Yeah. But you can't screw. You don't screw in nails. You don't use, yeah, yeah. You, all right. I know what you mean. Okay. I think everybody knows what you mean. And if you don't, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Get a toolbox. Uh, That was family. The last one is faith. Does that make a difference? I ain't you? got no problem with faith. I mean, you can believe in a God. You can believe in, you know, whatever. You can sun, moon, whatever. I don't have a problem. Uh, I do have an issue if you are trying to bring me over to that side and convince me that this is the only way it should be. And that's when I have an issue with it. And that's the reason that it's got to be something that I communicate about. And I communicate about it with women early. Because yeah, you don't believe in a God, right? Well, no, I believe, uh, if anything, I'm between agnostic and theist. Mm. You know, which on the scale is theist, atheist, and in the middle you got agnostic right agnostic is like i don't really know and i'm just not really willing to commit to either side fully but i'm between agnostic and theist mm. a lot of it is from my conditioning and a lot of things that happened in my childhood that i really the only thing that can really explain it from my vantage point is something intervening mm -hmm. you know but i don't know what it is enough to dedicate my life to it the way my mama chose to dedicate her life to it in a way that many people yeah. in America choose to dedicate their life to it. I'm I'm not there. I don't know if I'll ever be there, and but I won't go further back than agnostic because yeah. I'm not going to – because I wouldn't be theist because I don't know, yeah. and I wouldn't be agnostic because agnostic is certainty as well. Both of those extremes are certainty. Atheist is certain that there is nothing. Theist is certain that there is something. Yeah, I don't no, know. There's no way to prove either way. Exactly. I'm, I'm not – I'm a Christian by – my conditioning, as you say, yeah. but uh, I'm spiritual these days. You know, I believe in a God and I pray, but going to church and all that, probably not. The man, the not man involved component. Yeah, that, that church Creflo dollars and shit like that. I'm like, eh, y'all niggas, y'all just trying to make money. But like, I feel like there's a pastor murder mace. Pastor murder mace. <laughs> that just man. that. Come on, man. <laughs> that kind of messed with me a little bit. Pastor Troy. <sighs> He was preaching to these streets, though. <laughs> You're right. That first album was ridiculous, yeah, man. Wait. That shit was good. The turn of your dash. I like that song. You, you remember that song? I remember all Pastor Man. Man, that verse, man, he was like, this is heaven? Where the streets are golden? Why the hell is the AC off? Where the fuck are the loved ones that are lost? Fuck this shit. Take me to the boss. But see, you need stuff like that. That's like yeah. man, real shit. That's that man was in hell. <laughs> Lil Boosie be rapping like that too, though. Lil Boosie, like I, I've heard you say this previously that you don't like Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie is short bus material. If you listen to some of them B sides, he be he be talking some real shit. He do that. because he almost died. Yeah, nigga, that's perspective. <laughs> you want that? You want growth he, in your he music? He talking philosophical because he he had he was faced with his own mortality. Yes, but he's still out here talking about black folks is the worst race. He's still out here talking about gay folks is a disease. Like, I mean. Come on, God man. ain't God ain't through working on it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, faith in a relationship, faith is important, but it's not a make it or break it to me. Well, the way I, and the way I look at it is, yeah, if I'm creating a woman, oh yeah, if I'm, I, do, I forgot that was the, yeah. the whole start. Yeah, if I'm creating it. Uh, would you create a woman that that has that component? Of faith? <laughs> See, this is how big would it be? If I was creating a woman and faith was one of those things, I would make her believe in Jediism. You know, Jediism. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, using the force on my. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, 
I would like for my woman to believe in something. Yeah. Um, like I would hate to get this wrong, you know, so why not believe in something? Um but it don't have to be it don't have to be religion, to mm-hmm. be honest. You know, it can just be I just need her to have some values and beliefs about life and death. Some kind of guidance. Things that you, if you don't get it from faith, Mm -hmm. I need you to believe something about it. You know, I just don't like that, you know, people that just, the atheists that be like, die and become a tree shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool and all damn if you believe. I just don't think I can deal with a, a hardcore, I'm mad at religion atheist. Well, if you mad at it, what's the reason? A lot of atheists, the dude I met, the main atheist I met that I actually had a, you know, mm-hmm. relationship with in terms of, you know, working with him, he just was mad that he felt like he'd been tricked all these years. And I think that's how a lot of them feel. It's like nobody gave me an option of not believing. Like everybody mm-hmm. in this society told me this is what I had to do. And then I found out it was a new way of thinking. And here I am, mm-hmm. you know. But I just, you, uh, can't get, you can't get mad at that either. Oh, at least I, I'm not mad I at him. I wouldn't be mad at him. Like, that's, oh, yeah, something he kind of was, you know, forced into this. It depends on how deep it was. Like, yeah, like if it's your childhood, I would be an atheist. Like, nigga, I'm going to church every day, all day. I mean, if he got his ass beat in the name of Jesus when he was little. Fuck that nigga Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it's going to be. Right. You I know? don't mean fuck Jesus for real, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so, I don't know. I get, yeah. you know what? I could probably hit random select on faith. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'm like, Muslim. Muslim. Or Hindu. Christian. Hindu would be interesting. Be interesting. You learn about some of their gods. I got to eat some different food today. But. All right. But in the context of America, I mean, I guess, I mean, I expect to deal with a woman that's Christian. Right. Or agnostic, you know, or leaning towards. I wouldn't, you know, I'd date a Muslim chick. She gonna have to teach me a lot. Yeah. You know, but it ain't no hard no for me. So we've built the perfect person. We built these Mine's kind of look like Pam Greer. <laughs> Yours look like Pam Greer. Yeah. From she, the 70s. Who is the girl that played Valkyrie on Thor? <sighs> What's her name? Valkyrie. Let me see. Hold on. I don't know Valkyrie. Thor. I'm Googling y'all on my computer. Her name is Tessa Thompson. Mm. I liked her. I do too. She, what else she been in? She too light. <laughs> I need somebody darker. Oh, she too light. I need some dark. I need some dark chocolate well, you skin. Put that... You gonna give her some chocolate? <laughs> Not the kind she can keep with her. Hey, <laughs> you be cooking too, nigga. <laughs> Let me see. Put some pounds on her. I don't know. Dark skin. The t- traditional dark skin women been like disappointing me. Like Gabrielle Union, and what's it? Wait, Gabrielle Union is a disappointment because she eating booty. No, that ain't a disappointment. I don't know. I don't remember why. Oh, okay. She did something a while back. Predates this stuff. I like I like dark chocolate skin. Me Issa Rae, give me yes. an Issa Rae. Yeah, I'll take her. Her goofy ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take her. She dating the dude from Queen Sugar. Have you ever seen Queen Sugar? No, nah, I ain't never seen Queen oh, Sugar. Oh, she, she dating the dude from Queen Sugar. They make him short bus in the show, though. He ain't smart. Is it like a big black dude mm-hmm. wearing glasses? Big. 
He looked like the dude that the dark oh. skinned dude they played on the Tyler well, Perry show. Is this a American drama series? Mm-hmm. Okay, that Kofi guy. I don't know his name. That guy, the, like the American model looking nigga. Yep, that's him. Oh well, I shit, I can't blame him. <laughs> 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 All right, go easy. <laughs> but that's who I got. Okay. He's a teeth big, but that's why they I said, work for her. Yeah, it worked. Everything. I yeah. like that whole package. Cool. She got, and she her face is very. She got a lot of. It's very expression. It's yes. like you can tell. You can read a face. Yeah. You know, it's like she ain't finna. If she don't like some shit, she ain't finna fool with you. Type situation. I fuck with Misa Ray. People yeah. got all the muscles in their face having <laughs> shit like Strong that. <laughs> all right. So now this is we got all of it way here. An hour in. God damn. <laughs> all right. So now we got questions, right? Yeah. So we got questions. This list is called Twenty Questions to Ask Your Partner That Will Deepen Your So connection. we got like what thirty minutes? We got we got, got thirty minutes. Some rapid time fire. All right. To answer these questions as if the person we just built, we're answering them about how you doing, Miss from those people. Okay. All right. What's something that you're glad you'll never have to do again? Work a retail job. Work a retail job. Hopefully I'll never have to do that again, (laughs) but working a retail job. Fuck that place. I used to work retail every year around this time, Black Friday and Christmas. I'm always in the fucking building. I can't go nowhere. Yeah, suck. I was working at Red Lobster. I work at Red Lobster again. I bartend again at Red Lobster. That seemed like somewhere. How in the hell did you bartend without drinking nothing? But anyway. If you opened up a... Bar, you want somebody who don't experience. Yeah, because you ain't gonna take my liquor. Exactly. <laughs> you want somebody that's gonna say, "Okay, recipe sounds one and a quarter of, of vodka." Okay, and how much? Or uh, three quarters of a uh, of. Uh, so when people ask Grand you, oh, how does it taste? You're just like, "Oh, it's good. Well, it's pretty it, smooth. Oh, charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> they believe what I say. <laughs> <laughs> ain't never had a drop of liquor in his life. I got that skill. <laughs> I end up telling some people, you know that you know, I don't drink. I never drank before. They're like, get out of here. But I wait until they tell me that drink the best drink yeah. they ever oh had, which God. they did. I ain't never even drunk before. But, you know, I ain't putting my spin on it. I'm just That just means I followed the recipe yeah. well enough that the drink tastes the way Red Lobster wanted it taste to them. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So, But I got a list of drinks that I want to try. But you would work at Red Lobster again because? Because, so... The job I have, mm-hmm. we are, we get paid by state money, oh, yeah. Medicaid basically. One time a year, probably. Counselor agency. No, they actually oh, pay. Two weeks. They got, they got the schedule listed out for the year. We know what day we get paid on yeah, every yeah. time we get paid, and we get paid on Saturday. Damn. All right. Yeah. It, the the direct deposit go through on Friday night and Saturday morning, and it's in our bank account. At any point in time with this current administration and all these Republicans and Roy Moore going for the Senate seat, a lot of things with Medicaid can change moving forward. Right. And so that can impact our business. And I was thinking, would I go work for another agency like as a counselor or do something else? And I feel like I make more money serving and I have less stress serving Wait, a bartender. you would make more money as a bartender than what you're doing now? Full time, yeah. Yo, that's wild. Man, I was working. I was working two days a week, making ten thousand dollars a year bartending. That's just two days a week. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. I could probably make more money and be in an environment where I feel more comfortable. Because right now, I can be a counselor on my with my own vision because it's mm-hmm. my agency. I can hire who I want to to do the work, and I can. It's my vision. If I go to an agency, they're going to say, this is how you do it. This is how I want you to do right, it. Right, right. You're going to mess up. Them notes is wrong. 
you didn't do right. Like I don't, I don't want that. That'll just be really stressful, especially coming from a situation where I, I own what I got going on. Yeah. You know, but in my head right now, I don't feel like, I feel like even if that happened, I would still not have to go to an agency. Like me and my business partner are constantly finding new ways and contingency plans for if something goes wrong. Got to get to them bags, man. So we work to them bags. Now. But I do that again. But what I wouldn't do again is eat a motherfucking slice of bologna. <laughs> I would never in my life, if I can help it, pull that ring off of bologna. Unless the woman that I married. I was about to say, nigga, got a gun to your wife's head, nigga. Yeah. Unless she say, Open that hey, bag. babe, can you take that bologna out and pull the ring off for me? I'd do it then, but I wouldn't do it for myself. Yeah. If I can help it. I'm glad that I never have to do that shit again. And you know what? If I ever have to do that shit, if you ever call me and ask me what I'm doing and I say I'm eating a bologna sandwich, you need to know that my life is fucked up right now. <laughs> I'm somewhere that what I don't want to be. What are you going through in your life, man? <laughs> exactly. What happened? I'm somewhere I don't want to be. I'm doing something I don't want to do. I'm with people I don't want to be with. Matter of fact. Nigga, they hit rock bottom. <laughs> matter of fact, if I ever send a message or on a call, say I'm eating a bologna sandwich. I want you to know that's a distress that's call. That's your code word? That's a distress signal. It used to be flowers for red or for <laughs> that's velvet. Fly, fly, that's from her to me. Okay. Now, she start talking about flowers and yeah. shit, then I'm, I'm going to come to her Now, rescue. for you, it's bologna. If I start talking about bologna, if I'm eating bologna sandwiches or some bologna related. We got to go find this. Yeah. Name. Find out where I'm at. Because <laughs> I'm about to be fucked up. Any <laughs> point need I help ASAP. <laughs> we on the way, nigga. Justice League assemble. <laughs> Come help me, man. Damn. Help me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's one thing that you always procrastinate on? Oh, shit. <laughs> Working out. <laughs> Working out. It's been oh, a year man. since the last time I went. The last time I went was with you. Yeah, it's been a year, nigga. <laughs> no, you went you went gym. You go hooping and stuff, but uh, Oh, I go hooping. That that ain't the same. Yeah, to but me. yeah, that last time we went working out. It's about man, a year now. We did them sit ups, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> nigga said I ain't know I had L's, but I found out that day. We had so it's a, it's, we was in Planet Fitness and it was like you do as many sit ups as you can do in a minute. Right. And I know, don't even know how many we did. Was I, it like a hundred or something? It it was close, but it was crunches. It wasn't sit-ups, but it, we was on the machine where you do crunches. And I did like 40 in a minute, Yeah. and Shogun did like 38 in a minute. And I guess he's more competitive. I found out he was competitive yeah. at that time, and he said, you ain't finna outdo me. Nah. But instead of doing like five more sit-ups, he did like 45 <laughs> after that, and I wasn't finna do it again. Right. But, man, it felt felt like creatures was moving <laughs> nigga, around in my stomach. Nigga, my stomach. <laughs> the fuck I was going on? Was my us. shit was linking up, dog. They are like, nope, <laughs> you ain't moving today. It was like something was ringing my stomach out like a sponge. Yo. I was like, what the hell? I could feel the shit balling and crunching as I was doing yeah. the sales. Nah, bruh. Nah. Price <laughs> of vanity is painful, but shit. It ain't painful enough. I ain't doing that Dang. shit. Yeah, that. We had to sit in the fucking massage chair yeah. just we to breathe. Massage chairs and just sat there. <laughs> like two old men. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, never cool. do that shit again. <laughs> Look, man, one thing I procrastinate on, man, is is uh, relationships. You procrastinate on? Yeah, I, I don't want to say procrastinate. That's, that's the wrong word. Be precautious. But it takes a long time for me to determine if I want to be with somebody. Well, to death do his part, that's a long-term commitment. Nigga, you got to make sure you got the right one. And that's how I look at it. Like, my mama always said that the, the most important decisions you're going to make is who you worship and who you marry. Right. Or where you worship and who you marry. 
I ain't concerned about the worship part, but who I marry, that like it, it became such an important thing to discover for me, and yeah. I take a long time. And like I think what happens is that a lot of women think that because it's taking so long, losing interest. they feel like I'm not interested. Nah, that ain't or it. they lose interest. Hey. And they move on. You missing out on these blessings, baby. I don't know. But like I so I procrastinate is the wrong word, but I do take a long time. But that, that's that understandable for me, especially if you, you explain everything. So I know you talk to these ladies about this and they shouldn't have any perceived notions that we gonna jump the broom tomorrow. I do. I talk to them about yeah, that. You got to talk to them. But I think sometimes, like, the lack of definition online when you're doing an online dating, it don't allow you to really say where you really at with stuff. Well, that's that's not the purpose of those online dating sites. That's just making sure that you got two people who have like interests and they want to talk. All the shit you do offline is what develops the actual relationship. You're right. But stuff like on, on, so on Plenty of Fish. Oh, Lord. It's two. It's a gap between these two things. I'm One just, of them is looking to date, but not looking for anything serious, and then it goes to looking for mean? a relationship. Yeah. Well, dating is the process by which you just meet. That's people. what I'm saying. You on a, a site where you're trying to meet folks, so you're definitely looking to date, but you're saying that you're not looking for anything serious right now. Yeah, but well, I neither think, am I. So let's just talk. But from <laughs> my situation, anything can become serious. Yeah, but it ain't right now. Exactly. I like. When you say I'm actively looking for a relationship, to me that means that sounds the desperate. next guy you meet might be the one. Right. That, that sounds I, that that'll never be me. Like I'll never be looking for you to be the one that I be with. From especially from a little profile. I don't even like know that, your you name. Know? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got a you got a screen name. Nah, nigga. But from my perspective, it's like I'm dating. I'm looking to be serious with somebody, and at mm -hmm. a certain point in time, I will get serious with somebody. Yeah. You know, right now, I don't even know if I want to be in a relationship, man. I done started looking at my life and looking at what I got going on. And it's like, man, how can I drag somebody else into the uncertainty <laughs> that is my life currently? Wait a minute. That's how I, that's what I feel like. I can't I'll be drag doing. nobody else into this wonderful life that I'm living. 4K, Xbox One X. What, what is that's this? That's visual. Because I've got a significant level of debt. That's one feature. Fuck but it. I'm just saying what that Debt ain't the end of it all, it's nigga. It's not. It's not. It's not. But what that means for a woman who is looking for financial security mm -hmm. is that it's going to take us longer to be financial No, she got a job. Secure. Okay, we're going to help each other build. Help we, me with this debt. And and I'm going to help you with this back. We, that's what we're going to do. When yeah. I find a woman to be with. Hey. Ideally, my salary going, my salary or her salary is going to pay for our lifestyle, right. and the other person's salary for the next Straight five or six debt. years is going to go to just getting rid of all of our. And debt. then when the debt is gone, you know what we can do? We can move to the fucking moon if we want. That's, we got the money to do it. That's the plan. You know what I'm saying? But I, I mean, I just I'd be naive to think to act like that's not something I think about. You don't don't say that shit from day one, okay? Well, you you will right, have to let her know, but it's one. like, look, once you know that you're feeling the person, you're like, hey. I got a lot of debt. I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to take care of it right now, but if you want to be with me, this is gonna become our problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at a certain point, that's what I talk. That's what yeah. I do. Hope to but do. That's that's not but, no date one, date two type of talk. That's like six months in, maybe. But you know, I've just really been introspective about. That ain't enough to shut down a whole relationship. Not in my. It's way. not enough to shut down a relationship, but like, like I said, I'm just trying to figure out if mm. if I'm even at the point where I, I need to be there. We all need some companionship. We do. Nobody want to be on this journey that's called life by themselves. 
Agreed. Experience some of this shit with me. <laughs> the good times <laughs> and the bad. Oh, is, who's that Carly? Oh, that's Sally Mae. And yeah, that, fuck that bitch. And yeah. that was my resolution to a degree. Right. It was like, I don't really want to have it all the way together when I meet somebody. You know, we never have it really all together. And that's part of the problem. A lot of people procrastinate and say, well, when I go to the gym and I lose these 30 pounds, I'm going to start looking for a man. Or when I get my business plan set up, that's what I'm going to do. Nah, nigga, you ain't going to never have this shit perfect. It's kind of like our podcast. It ain't perfect. It keeps evolving over time. And more time that we put into it, we learn different things and re-innovate our, our system and we put it back out there. It gets better over time. So you can't stop yourself from trying to do what you're trying to do. You fear is a is a powerful tool. You can either embrace the fear or you can be scared of it and shun and run away from it. I like to embrace it. If I don't know how it's gonna turn out, fuck it. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. And we go with it. Yeah. Well, you know how I am with the I analyze all kinds of shit. But for You're not me, gonna you ain't got the statistics for everything. That's and that's the problem. Like <laughs> I want fucking them. Batman. <laughs> I want them. I yeah. want the answer. No, there's always gonna be a variable that's gonna come from left field. I want them, and and so, but that's my struggle with faith. Yeah, my struggle with faith is that I want answers to stuff that you're not gonna have answers but to. You gotta believe that something's gonna be there. That's the definition of faith. Probably not the. But that's that's why I'm not concerned with yeah. faith, you know? <laughs> right? Because I want answers, and they're telling me just just fill it with yeah. like fill it with paper, magical. Fill it yeah. with paper. It'll be fine. Because right now, but filling it with stuff I don't know is true or accurate or, or that yeah. I should believe in is like filling it with paper. Hmm. You know, it's like, you're like, well, even if you fill it with paper, the worst thing that can happen is set on fire and it burns down. But you're still alive, so you can keep on moving. I'm trying to make that metaphor work and it ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my same dilemma. Yeah. But that's my, I'm just saying, that's my same dilemma with, with faith, with, with the, with, you know, that. It's, it's like just, don't worry about the answers. Just move forward, not knowing what certainty looks like in this thing. And that that's a struggle for me. A leap of faith. A leap of faith. Mm -hmm. Where am I jumping to? You jumping. Am I jumping? It like, don't matter where you're going to Like land. if something behind me finna fuck, fuck me up and I'm jumping off a cliff into nigga, the water. You, Assassin's Creed, nigga, you just jumping. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I way too much But you going you going to land on something, right? Whether it be rock bottom, the ocean, <laughs> concrete, you're going to hit over. something. That shit ain't good. It ain't good, but you just got to take that leap of faith. But the purpose of a leap of faith, leap of faith is you to land on something that's something that going to be there, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Jump, nigga. I might. I might not. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do with your life if you were suddenly Wait. awarded a billion dollars? What's up? You do or do nothing. There is no try. Isn't that what Yoda said? Oh, uh, you ain't no Star Wars guy. I forgot. I ain't no Star Wars guy, but I don't agree with Yoda either. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Master Yoda been alive. Anyway, go ahead. It's some middle ground of that. <laughs> either you either do or do nothing. Like, you know, you can do, like, what in round, like, you can research. Like, it would have to be a very specific situation where you don't have time to research. You just either do or you do nothing. This show today. That sounds like fight or flight, matter of fact. <laughs> it is fight or flight, nigga. A lot fight, of people fight don't. Fight or freeze. Yeah. So what was that question? What would you do with your life if you were suddenly awarded a billion dollars? Suddenly awarded a billion dollars. A billion dollars. What would I do today? I ain't going to lie. i pay all my family's like debt and shit and then probably buy some stupid expensive car, a house. And when I have like maybe $2 left over, I'll buy <laughs> some food or something, nigga. I don't know. See. Probably should start a business, though. I'm going to have to expand on my business. 
like I'm going to have to find a way to make mental health services available in Alabama. Mm. I don't know how to do that. I mean, I don't know if I can create some a, a chain of private, some kind of private institutions mm-hmm. that, you know, could create trained therapists, you know, put um, services in the community, pay for services for kids. But whatever I could do to do that, I would I would do that. Yeah, that'd be dope. Even if I have to pay there's some a, politicians. There's a lot of people <laughs> who need help. There's think I won't lot. donate? You think I won't give Doug Jones some money to get his campaign going so he could beat this Roy Moore situation? Or if it ain't Roy Moore, you think I won't put some money in the hands of people? It, uh, Woodle? Roy Moore, I, I don't, really? You think he going to win still? Yeah. Damn. I think Roy Moore going to win. You, maybe they want him to win so they can tear him down with these accusations later. Nah. They can just play somebody else in this situation. It's going to pose a problem either way. Mm. Well, Alabama and the Senate mm-hmm. don't want a Republican in the Senate. And the president don't want I mean, Did y'all talk about this on the show? I think y'all. You yeah, a little bit. That. But the, we had talked about the dynamics of the political structure mm-hmm. of it. But they don't. Alabama, nor does the president or the Senate want a a Democrat, Democrat because yeah. they need all the Republican numbers they can get. Right. And the way it's looking now, 2018 ain't going to look good for a lot of these Republicans. No. So they want as many people in the Senate nah, as they nah, can nah, get. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that boy put the soul on that shit. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Never play karaoke with you. <laughs> shit. So I think a lot of people would rather have in Alabama would rather have a red state candidate yeah. in the Senate and in the state than the blue. That's just that's, that's Al- it's Alabama, man. He touched kids, children. Well, what they're anyway. going to keep saying is allegedly. And it's something that you can't prove. But what they were saying, like, the thing is, yeah, maybe isolated all these situations, but if you keep stacking sticks on top of sticks of, of, of things, you can't move one without it being connected to the other one. Like, mm-hmm. at a certain point, all of this shit got something to do with something. The only thing that's the the factor that's coming in everything is Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can shame all these other people in Hollywood for all this shit, why not him? What because makes him so special? He's, because the people in Hollywood are not connected to a system by which you have to, they represent a side. I got you. You know, Roy Moore represents an ideological framework for a lot oh, of people in Alabama. Does. He definitely does. And they benefit from giving him a pass. And Harvey yeah, Weinstein. Some shit you, should, you can't pass. You can't pass for some of that, but they're using the fact that they it ain't approvable and it took 40 years and all this shit to say, to invalidate the, the women's claims. You know, but they he was banned from the mall. In Gaston, <laughs> his coworker said that you know it was common knowledge that he dated high school girls, but nobody talked about it. Uh, that some of the uh, older women now that were young girls back then said that they just knew to avoid Roy Moore because he that's just he just did that all the time. I mean, he wrote in this girl's yearbook. Why would a grown man that ain't even in the school system writing a yearbook? Maybe it was one of those kids that was connected to his case. I don't know. But it's too many. How many red times flags. have you signed a yearbook in your life? Probably just the years that you're yeah, in school, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. My senior so year he was school. grown with the access to a yearbook. Yeah. All right, nigga, that's enough for me. I can build a case. So, I would. I, if that's how it works, I'll influence politics. <laughs> Billion dollars. 
<laughs> yeah. Man, so it is, if I had a million dollars, I'd try to figure out. I'd definitely try to figure out what to invest in to, to increase my money. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'd take, you know, maybe $50 million. That's a billion Ooh, dollars. Shit. No, I'd buy a whole bunch of houses, like old abandoned houses and yeah. just renovate oh, them flip bitches. them hoes. Not flip them. No, no, no. I'm not selling shit. I'm oh. going to rent these bitches out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we going to make some money out of them motherfuckers. Go to Detroit. Man, what? <laughs> I don't know. That might not be a good, because I feel Build like. Build an apartment complex? I feel like as many billionaires as it is of investing in the housing market in Detroit was valuable, people would be doing it yeah, already. I ain't, you said go to Detroit. Not my ass, Oh, No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do nothing there. I probably wouldn't do nothing in housing, man. I don't, I don't know. But I try to figure out a way to invest. I probably put 50 million. Like, I put a bunch of money in something that's going to make my money make money. Right, and, you know, right. like. You know, some of them accounts, IRAs. I don't know what all that stuff SpaceX. is. SpaceX. Them things. Prove that the earth is actually round. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Put no money in none of that. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? All right. Uh, what should a healthy relationship provide for the people in it? Mm. Initially, the first thing that I think of is uh, balance. And I don't know. Yeah. Balance. We need we need a on-point answer for this one. <laughs> What should a healthy relationship provide for the people in it? My issue is uh, the word healthy. Security. Security would be nice. All the way around. Like, secure in the fact that they want to be with you. Security in the fact that they are hoping to seek to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Yeah. You know, just a, a collaboration. You know, knowing that somebody is there to fill in some of the gaps you have missing and you there to fill in some of the gaps they have missing and the gaps that are both missing for each other, y'all both going to figure out how to fill them gaps together. Sound like we need to go to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> need a damn, root canal. All the damn gaps. Root canal's horrible. Oh, man. You know, but, like, everybody, like, if if the goal is for us to eventually be with somebody, yeah. we missing something. You know? Yeah, yeah. You want you want to feel complete. Exactly. Whole. There you go. You, we, we, you missing something if you don't have that person. Hmm. But that don't mean that when you find that person that they're going to give you everything you're missing. True. And don't mean you're going to give them everything they missing. But I feel like when you realize what's missing from them, you can help give you can and, help them find it. And, and we all feel this way, but I add more than I take. Yeah. I got more pros than I got cons. Yeah. Yeah. What do, what do I have? Do I have more pros than cons? <laughs> you got one negative. <laughs> that's it, nigga. What you talking about? I got and that's not even a real negative. But my negatives are big. Yeah. Like I'm finding out today that my negatives are big. Like really. my patience is higher than the women that I date. And do you know how rare that is, nigga? You have patience. There is not <laughs> men don't have patience. We who who's that? Joel Santana said, "I have no patience and I hate waiting." Nobody has patience these days. You are actually trying to analyze and figure out that you are making the perfect decision for whatever you messing with. That's what you want. That How can a woman f see fault in that? Because I think a lot of women are on a time they're on a time limit. You don't wait it this long, lady? You done got it wrong all these years. <laughs> now you still you on that same program? I think the time limit reset every time they meet a new person. Like yeah, I think it's a They think that that guy's going to be the guy for them forever, but eh, shit happens. Well, I think like, but after that ends and they meet me, it's like this need to turn into something. Soon. I'm sick and tired of hearing this. You know what? I'm 30. I'm too old to be hitting. You know, like nigga, I hear that. I understand. I'm too old for that shit too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we can get past all this. What I should be, and I shouldn't have to deal with this. Then maybe we can make something happen. Maybe. What but if, this is our perfect woman, so anything we ain't got to deal with that. A big thing is uh, sexual. 
sexual needs being met too. Yeah. Like a healthy. I, I think that's a given. Yeah, like a healthy relationship provides that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're never going to match exactly. You know. <laughs> what you what do you mean on the sexual? I've part? been in a relationship with oh. it. it was, she wanted too much sex. Yeah. Now. It's cool for the first week. Like, yeah, nigga, let's go. Oh, shit. And the next week, like, yeah, damn. My, like, my, sh- my shit ain't even working right now. <laughs> Give me a minute. It's a such thing as a, a girl wanting too much sex. Yes. And then it's a thing as a girl wanting too little sex. Yes. For what you want. Right. Like, what do you do with that? And then. And what, what, what becomes healthy and what's worth becomes unhealthy? Well, then you got to weigh your pros and cons in that relationship. Is it worth it? Because it could be right. some incredible sex, but just once and twice, you know, out of a year. Yeah. But it's the best sex you ever had in your life, but it's only like twice a year. If it's sex that holds you up for six months, that's then some good ass sex. It's nigga. good. Yeah, but shit. and I guess if it holds you I go, up, then fine. I done made it almost a year. You made it almost a year. Almost a year. I'm I'm, I'm keep close. Man, a few blowjobs here and there, hand jobs. But <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting close, nigga. <laughs> I've spent I've spent a lot of time. And it's probably because from that first relationship where just too much sex happened, it's like I've been able to sit back and just not have sex. It's between yeah. relationships, you know, I could do that. Yeah. You know. Well, but hey, if you guys want context on what I'm talking about, listen to the Government Name Podcast. <laughs> we have a testimony series where I talk about my previous relationships. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Check out Government Name Podcast. <laughs> right. It's the show to listen to. Do you believe everything has happened for a reason or do we just find reasons after things happen? I think the answer for that is perspective. perspective. Things happen for a reason. And then after they happen, you do figure out why they happen. Cause you, you now have a new perspective on what just happened. It's teaching you a lesson at the end of the day. Like, Hey, I touched the stove and it was hot. I burned myself. Probably shouldn't do that. But I was curious to, at the time to see what happens. Why is it glowing red? Hmm. Nah, I don't, I don't know. I think everything happening for a reason tries to tap into a spiritual context mm-hmm. of there being some bigger, you know. You don't think there's a grand designer for any of this? No, not really. There's too many coincidences for it not to be. That's my. I mean, even on. if even if God exists, I don't think He's a grand designer. I don't think. Because there's some stuff in the Bible that happened that clearly wouldn't have been a part of God's plan unless he's sadistic. Yeah. You know? This kid's starving. You don't think a guy's like, all right. I don't know. You niggas have the means to fix all of this. I've given you free will, but you have chosen not to fix any of this shit. What's up with y'all? That's, that's me playing God. Well, Calvinism is like a, a faith where mm. God, the idea is that God created the world like a watch and then he just wound, wound it up, it up and yeah. then he let it go and then he let it be what it's gonna be that's what we do you ever played the sims yeah i was sadistic as fuck in that game <laughs> i let niggas go swim and erase the ladder to get out the pool <laughs> niggas gonna <laughs> be drowning in that motherfucker see i wouldn't do that right, you're you not god but, but god done made a billion of us he but spared two i'm three. okay with the, that concept of calvinism because yeah. it it doesn't put God on the hook for everything that's happening. It puts us on the hook for what's happening. Yeah. You know, and it, it keeps from having to say that God is involved. But see, Christianity, the brand of it that my mama had was that God's hand God is in everything. everything. Yep. 
He gave like, me this dollar this morning. Thank exactly. You like, you know, this macaroni and cheese came out good. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, you season that. You need yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. so I think things happen. I think that God or evolution or the grand designer or whatever created a template mm-hmm. by how to exist. And mm-hmm. I think that he created rules by how things exist. He was like, you know what? Let me fuck, fuck around, throw some gravity in there. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Let like gravity, some physics, physics in there. You know, let me let me make these certain elements harder to find in others. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you start a, a game of civilization, mm-hmm. it give you a whole world, and you can choose how the world look and how it's set right, up. Right, right. He gave a template and rules, and he threw us down here, and things happen within the basis of those rules. Yeah, and we can find meaning behind that shit, or we can't. Mm. I feel like if things happen for because those two things have to go together, things can be happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. But if you don't look at it like that and perceive that reasoning, then. But what if it's happening, but you're not the one who's supposed to be learning that lesson from it? That's why I think that's why I think that it ain't happening for a reason, because mm-hmm. I don't learned a lot of shit from other people's circumstances. Hell yeah, that's all I ever do. Like, so to me, how much of what's happening in their life? was happening just so I can find something out. If everything happened for my reason, then that means that other people's lives are being manipulated for me to get something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I just think things happen. And if we find shit, if we can find reasoning in it, great. Hmm. You know, whether it, cause if I see somebody across the street, some bullshit going on, if I see a dude just hit his woman two times in the face, yeah, that's not happening for a good reason. Exactly. But I learned something from that. I learned, <laughs> you learned how to duck. I learned when I see them outside, I need to go inside. So I don't see no, no damn violence. You learned that you need to go over there and help her. I am not going to go. She's getting her. her ass whooped. <laughs> she probably looking at you as he punch her. Like, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over there and be like, look, man, I'm pretty sure somebody calling the police. You need to just get, you need you to go try to play his prayer. Like, hey, bro, I'm not calling the police, but I heard somebody else. Well, I ain't going to go up there with my dukes up. <laughs> Man, a man does not hit a woman. Yeah, sir. like, I ain't gonna go over there. Excuse me, sir. That was inappropriate. Oh, you want some of this? <laughs> no, I don't. Yo, big ass nigga, you, you can take at least one punch. I can. And then that follow up, you knock the shit Look, out of that man. She made that decision, okay? She made the decision. She chose to be with that man. Oh, things happen for a reason. <laughs> what is her lesson? Well, that's from your perspective. From right. my perspective, things just happen. <laughs> she need to be me leave. I would hope that there's some. Oh man, yeah, I'm not gonna say that. But, That's bad, yeah. Oh, uh, mm. but you're right. Uh, that ain't how I really think. But you know, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I wouldn't go over there and confront him. I don't know what she just did to him. Number one, we don't, I don't know, know but how, how 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 strong he got them hands. You 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 have to. Unfortunately, something in me just says I gotta go over there. Well, let's flip it around. Let's flip it around. Okay. She just put a one-two punch on him. Do I respond? Do I don't intervene at that point. I don't. But so why the a different response? Because you, and a man shouldn't hit a woman. That's just how I see it. You shouldn't knock the shit out of her. But a woman can do that to a man. But the dude can. He can take a punch. He can. He can take a few punches unless she like <laughs> Layla Ali or somebody. Like he can take a punch. <laughs> I just. I, I would hope that he would be able to, to not strike back. Yeah, but there's a reason that she hitting him, and kind of like you said, I don't know what happened before all that. Maybe he was fucking she her sister or something. Well, if she did, who was that? Uh, Big Sean's ex girlfriend. She just got arrested for whooping some nigga ass. Oh, if man. that was the situation, you can flow, Cag. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> when the last time you heard somebody say flow keg? I don't <laughs> like, even like, know yo. when I didn't heard that shit. What keg. word? Flow keg. Like you flow keg. Yeah, you kicking a oh, feet. I've never heard just flow keg. I've only just... heard keg. Oh wow. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm contra. Converted to shoot them skates. <laughs> Get them That's skates. What I'm saying. <laughs> shoot them skates up under your ass, boy. Um. We had an hour and a half now. All right, so well, we gonna find. I'm gonna find the the, uh, the best question I can through this. All right. Um. You know what? Let's. Is there anything that you consider absolutely unforgivable? This will be the last one. We oh yes, 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 yes. Um. Burning the eggs. That's unforgivable. Burning the eggs. <laughs> burning the eggs. You can't, Damn, come on, you man. burn the eggs, then. Nah, but seriously, unforgivable acts cheating. It's unforgivable. If you if you got an issue with me, let me know. I'm sure this whole cheating process has been months in development. It didn't just happen today, and I think it's unforgivable. Other people feel other ways, but that's just me. You cheat on me, I'm done. Yeah. To me, cheating... I don't really care the level of relationship you're in. Cheating is an indicator that you're not ready to be at that level of relationship you're at. Whether it's marriage, whether it's just boyfriend and girlfriend, whether it's, you know, whatever you have let that person believe was a commitment. Mm -hmm. If you let them believe that and that you were exclusive or whatever, if you have sex, if you if you have sex outside of that commitment, then I don't know. That's that's unforgivable in the sense that I'm not going to look at our relationship the same way that it was. We not in a relationship. We in we in a community now. It's like other <laughs> niggas. <laughs> we in a community now. Another thing that I find unforgivable is um, is intentionally trying to hurt the person. Mm. Like using something some information about them just to hurt them. Oh wow. You know like I got a friend who was going through a situation with her boyfriend and they got into it and uh and he watches porn. And she don't All like real men do. She don't like when he watch she don't like when he watch porn because Why? For some At reason At least he ain't out there fucking nobody else. Well for some reason porn for her is it taps into her self esteem. Alright, wait. What kind of porn is he watching? Like it's, it's regular porn. Okay, it's just regular porn. It taps, it, it taps into her self-esteem in the sense that she believes that he's looking at them because he would rather look at them than her and that he would rather masturbate to them because he would rather not have sex with her. Do you know how often I look at porn? Do you think I want to have sex with you this much? Like, I'm, I'm going to put it all out there. But what mind. if... What if she was willing to have sex every time you was willing to look at Then we some fucking nymphos. But I'm saying... I, what, I don't look at porn just to, like, get off. I look at it like, oh, shit. Damn, she's doing that. Okay. You just swipe and keep moving. So your girl wouldn't be able to replace porn? Hell nah. <laughs> porn ain't... What? <laughs> <laughs> but, There's not enough porn in this world to replace any female. But in her world... The ugliest female can't replace, be replaced by porn. Well, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is not does not can porn replace her. Can she replace porn? Niggas in jail are fucking other niggas. And even though they have porn that they can look at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't replace a physical thing with something. No, digital. I'm saying, I think you're responding backwards. I probably am. I'm saying, if your girl was willing to be naked for you and mm -hmm. have sex for you and do everything that you would see watching porn. Right. When you would watch porn. Right. Could you let her do that and not watch porn ever again? 
Is it real? Did you? <laughs> I had to think about that. Like, yo, uh, never watch porn again and have the woman of my. Yeah, I, I guess so. Because, I mean, if she's meeting all my desires, then yeah. yeah, there's no need for it. So, from her perspective, mm, she not meeting all the desires. No, from her perspective, she will. He just go watch porn anyway. Nigga, you watch HGTV? That's porn for houses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But either way, let me get off of what I get off either of. Either way, she. <laughs> She was saying that she she had a conversation with him, and then she was like, well, you can have sex with me, you know, instead of porn. But she was so mad talking about it. She was like, well, it won't last but two minutes, but, Oh, well, see, wait a minute. Would you give me this backhanded coming? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you use little things like that to intentionally hurt somebody, like, when you throw I'm never going to fuck you like again. That, like, give me my two-minute stroke game, and I'm going to go to watch this two-minute video and be good. I ain't got to hear all that mouth. Like, but that's unforgivable to me. Yeah, I agree. That's unforgivable. Like, if I you, if I know, and the thing is, it's not a, it's not a relationship ending offense, but I'll never forget that you did but that. But you shit. intentionally trying to hurt me. I mean, what, what, what did you really gain out of that? You don't gain shit. You don't. Now you got me walking around the house. I mean, I'm fucking out of here. But to me, it's like, uh, it's an indicator of, of past issues. This is probably how your family interacted. Mm-hmm. But like, it ain't. It's only so much you can do that shit to me. Yeah, my perfect. Before I leave. The perfect chick that I was creating here. Uh, she was definitely watching porn with me. She was watching porn. Baby, with you. look at this right here. Porn. So starting to watch porn led to some other stuff. And it's gonna be some low quality porn that day. <laughs> <laughs> look, our neighbors might be doing that. Oh yeah. So so you can do it. You're not beyond this. <laughs> Regular people do this. Yeah, it's. A, what do you call it? The androgynous range of pleasure? I, I probably know. butchered that. I ain't never heard of that. You say something about anal. Uh, oh, uh, just another erogenous. Erogenous, uh, erogenous not erogenous. Yeah. Erogenous, I got you. Erogenous, every part of the body is just a potential erogenous zone of pleasure so that a I'm, lot of people don't know about because it's some places that you try so, not to go. So when I when I come in the bedroom with some weird shit, I'm going to be like, well, Mr. On Point said everything. <laughs> No, nah, because then it'll have to be on the other foot. If she come in there with a strap on, on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Nah, nah. I'll be you like, got, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, the line got to be drawn. Like you gonna try to put that. My where? principle is pleasure by any means necessary, but not like psychological pleasure, not like control, like physical pleasure. I would do anything you need me to do to physical, ple- physically please you, but. So Using you, a strap on on a man, if that's what you're into, yeah, isn't nah. physical pleasure for you. Nah. That's psychological pleasure. That's going to hurt me. That's, Don't hurt me, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, need, that's, I need to sit down. That's something different. I will not allow you to have your psychological pleasure met at the cost of, you know, my butthole is what I'm saying. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's it, man. This, yeah. We did six of these questions, and it's 20. Oh, my God. So... Can you link this article or tell people where they can find this article? Maybe they can Y'all answer can some find of these this questions. Article. And... Look, put twenty questions to ask your partner that will deepen your connection. Yes, it's some good questions, it's... but it's you be better be ready ready to learn stuff about your mate. Just don't lie. Just be open. No, yeah. no question is wrong or no answer is wrong. Well, you know, at a certain mm-hmm. point, you got to stop being a representative, and you got to start being who you actually are. I. I think you should ease people into that. You got to, but I didn't want to within say the first point. six months. 
Yeah, the first don't don't drag the shit out to a whole year and then all of a sudden you flip it out. Yeah, right? like you, you gotta get, let them know. Some days, you know, you need to let them know who you are. I ain't that knight in shining armor. That's why I just try to be me at all times. No time for lying. Well, apparently I'm really hard to read as it pertains. You got to a good women, poker face, you know. So. But you explain your viewpoints and and on everything. Anger is just unproductive, man. I just I don't get mad. That about shit, shit I don't get right there. You got to get angry at some things. Like you stub your toe before, right? Yeah. And you get upset. No, not mad. You get you don't even get mad at yourself or mad at this damn bed for being I so low to the don't ground. Don't get mad at inanimate objects, nigga. And I don't get mad. So when you drive in your car, you don't get no no uh. Traffic rage? Oh, no. I don't have road rage at all. Oh, wow. I'm just, Traffic. I drive for the other people, generally speaking, anyway, because I know a lot of people are. Man, are there's so as... many motherfuckers that be flying out my mouth when I'm driving. No. You cut me off, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's unproductive, man. It, it, it leads <laughs> you to be doing stuff more. It leads you to be more aggressive and take actions you wouldn't normally take. So for me, anger, anger is necessary, like outside of family. But most of us, we get angry within the realms of family and friends. But hmm. I don't get angry, man. It's just you, not, a, it's not productive. Even like though it. you don't watch Star Wars, you a Jedi, man. I'm a Jedi. You a Jedi in every true sense of the word. A light I side Jedi. All shit. All right. I watched the first three. I need to watch the second three. What you call the second three? The, the prequels? Yeah. Mm. My cousin said I should watch them. She said mm. the first one is really boring, but she said the second and third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they bring it's it back. all right, but. Hopefully this wasn't a really boring podcast for you people. And if you're enjoying these type of topics and this voice that you're hearing now, you can find me on the Government Podcast. That's G-U-B-M-I-N-T. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, anywhere fine podcasts are being found. Government Name Podcast, G-U-B-M-I-N-T. Look, man, I appreciate you for... Yes, sir. And if you want to continue this conversation, your listeners want to <laughs> ask questions, you can always get at me on Twitter and Instagram. It's Real Shogun Beats. That's R-E-A-L-S-H-O-G-U-N-B-E-A-T-S. And he's actually active on Twitter. <laughs> at times. <laughs> so holler at him. I'm active because, you know, I got the app so the notifications come through. Yeah, notification gang, man. We got to get the notifications. <laughs> But like I said, I appreciate you for coming through, man. Yes, sir. Joining this is the fun. Hopefully, I feel them shoes. You did, man, and I'm pretty sure Red will be appreciative of you being here. But red she won't velvet? be appreciative of the red velvet. Man, I, she gotta love some red velvet, man. I didn't even have no red velvet this holiday season. I did. I actually think I need to make a red velvet. Cake I had some Tuesday. candy bar cake though. That shit was good. Candy bar cake. Candy bar cake. Mm. Yeah, vanilla is the cake that it's based on. It's got buttercream icing and then a whole bunch of Snickers and stuff throughout the cake and on top. That yeah. sounds like it was delicious. Man, what? <laughs> Diabetic coma. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you got anything else on your mind? Uh, I think we've, what do y'all say? Uh, we, we've camp, we've conquered the conversation. <laughs> I thought y'all had some catchphrases. I was going to say, until we con the That's next conversation, <laughs> we out. Peace. Power.